We'll get to episode 216 in just a moment, but before we do, I'd like to ask for your support of the Keystone Chapter of the National Federation of the Blind of Pennsylvania. Go to supportkeystonechapter.org to make a donation. Any amount would be greatly appreciated, especially if you check the box that says you'll cover the fees. A $2 donation plus you covering the fees works out to about $2.56. That's supportkeystonechapter.org. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. From Studio B in Swarthmore, this is the I Can't See You podcast with David. It's like blind people for dummies. Hello there, and welcome to episode 216 of I Can't See You. My name is David, at David Benj on all the socials. I really do appreciate you joining me for this episode. And as usual, I've got a few things to talk about, kind of business and accessibility related on all of them. But we're going to start off with dinner that Liz and I had last night. I'm recording this on Wednesday night, the 25th of January. So the 24th of January, Liz and I decided to go out for dinner. We weren't going to go out for dinner, but then Jacob and his shift changed at his work, and he was going to work the night shift. So we thought, okay, we're not going to make what we were going to make for dinner because Jacob wasn't going to be here. So we thought we would go out. So we went all over the place looking around online. We didn't get in the car and go all over the place. We looked online. We settled on a place in just south of Media, just south of where Granite Run Mall used to be, an Italian place, that name that escapes me now. (laughs) And we go through the menu and everything and figure out what I want. And I'm excited for it. We haven't been out in a while together, Liz and I, just the two of us. Sounds great. I'm all excited. And about a half an hour before we were going to go, I said to Liz, because this happens all the time, there's always something. It's always something. I said to Liz, I said, why don't you call them to make sure they're open tonight? Because I don't want to drive over there and then have to scurry around to find another choice because right down the street from them is a Panera, (laughs) a Chipotle, and a Five Guys. And that's most likely where we would have ended up had we gone there. Not that that's terrible, but we wanted to eat out. And an, a proper restaurant, not just a, a takeaway, a quick serve, or a, a quick serve and take it back home. Ziggy would have been happier with that, but I wanted to go out and we wanted to sit at a table. Liz calls and the phone just rings and rings and rings. Well, she had it on her phone, on speakerphone, so I heard that it's ringing and I said, well, there's a good sign. At least the number's not disconnected. <laughs> and this is a place we've never been to. I don't know how long it's been there, but we've lived in this area most of our lives, the only time the two of us didn't live in Delaware County were when we were away at college. Liz was at Ryder College slash University in New Jersey. I was at the University of Miami. That's the only time that we did not live in Delaware County. So we nixed that. And I, I was at this point, I, I was mad and I was I, I said a couple of things and, <laughs> and Liz said, you're just like Eeyore. I said, listen, everything I said so far was true. Eeyore or not, I was right. So we finally settle on another place in Springfield, not too far away, called Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza. We had been to this one just to take some stuff out during the pandemic, and they opened during the pandemic, so we didn't think anything of it. We had been there to take stuff home. We've had it before from a couple other locations, which we really liked. So 
I was kind of excited to go back there. It wasn't, again, wasn't my first choice, but I thought it would have been okay. Something different. We hadn't had it in a while. Well, clearly we should have had it sooner than we did because when we pulled into the parking lot, Liz couldn't find the restaurant. She couldn't find it because it wasn't there. (laughs) Now, in that same strip called Old Sproul Shopping Village in Springfield, there's a few other places to eat. Now, it's Tuesday, so the place that we got Chinese from the other night was closed. So we knew we couldn't have that. And again, that was a, that's kind of like a a takeaway place. Not too many folks eat there. I'm not even sure. I've never been in there. So I don't even know if you can eat there. There's a Thai place in there. And then there is an Outback and there is a Mission Barbecue. I wasn't really up for Mission Barbecue, although I do like it. So we settled on Outback. So it was our third choice. And I was a, a little irritated. And again, while we, once we got seated, Liz called me Eeyore again. But again, I was right. I, it's, just, it's just what happens. And I have another story about that in a second. But the main takeaway, there were two takeaways from going to Outback. It had been quite a while since we had been to Outback. I think the last time we went was during the pandemic. Jacob had picked that for his birthday. And again, we didn't eat in the restaurant. We took it home and we waited. They told us to show up at a certain time to take it, to pick it up. And we waited for another hour to an hour and a half to get the food. So that was the last time we had been, had Outback. Now I know Jacob has had it a couple of times with friends and Liz's sister. I think maybe even Jane has had it. I'm not a hundred percent there, but the two big takeaways, and again, we ate it there. We didn't take the food away, but the two big takeaways for me One was when we checked in and then were seated. The lady asked me if I wanted a Braille menu. And I thought that was very cool because not a lot of places do that. In fact, we had on an episode of White Canes Connect, we had a girl named Hillary McFadden who actually will Braille menus for restaurants in her area. And she lives in the Harrisburg area, which is a cool idea. It's not like you have to do a whole bunch of them. How many blind people are going to go there? You only need a couple of menus, and, and certainly they're, <laughs> unless they're having a meeting there, you only need a few. And I don't remember how many she says she does for a restaurant, but she does a few, and they have them on hand. But I thought this was great because Outback, National Chain, great that they have that. Now, on the flip side, as I've told you before, I am functionally illiterate, as I've been called by more than one person, because I can't read Braille and I can't read print. I can listen to print, but that's not the same. So I I thanked them for offering me the Braille menu, but I declined it. The other takeaway was, and and maybe this is because it's been a while, it was $80 with tip for Liz and I. We don't drink alcohol, so the only drink, in fact, Liz doesn't even drink anything except water that obviously is free. I had an unsweetened iced tea with a boatload of lemons. And then we had our meals and we had a dessert. And it was called uh, something like Cinnamon Oblivion or something like that. Delicious. It was awesome. Dinner was great, but it was 80 bucks for Outback. And talking with Jane as she goes out to dinner, either on meetings with editors or with her friends, and she gives me these prices that, <laughs> that she pays in New York, just crazy. So... $80 seemed like it was in line. I know Liz and I used to go to Outback and it wasn't that expensive. But again, it's been quite a while since the two of us ate at Outback on our own. And so, you know, maybe that's it. 
but I thought $80 was steep. And then today I was talking to Jane. She was out with a, uh, someone from work and an editor, and they went to Polo Bar in New York City. And it was in the low 200s for the three of them. They had drinks. They had meals. I don't know what else they had. But I thought that was, you know, when you think you're paying $80 at the Outback in Springfield to whatever at the Polo Bar in New York City doesn't sound terrible. And they got to see Jeff Lewis from Flipping Out. He was coming in as they were leaving. So I thought that was kind of cool. But they were, that, they were the two takeaways from Outback. I just thought it was very cool that they had the Braille menus there. And I'm guessing that because they have, there's a few restaurants in that chain, Bonefish Grill and Fleming's and what's the other one? Carrabba's. I'm guessing they all do. I, why would one have them and the others not? But if you know about that, I, again, I, I, I applaud that because that is something that, it, hey, at least they're not forgetting about blind folks. I mean, for me, <laughs> thanks, but again, functionally illiterate. Can't, can't help me. I work around it, though. And again, there's other workarounds. Had we not gone through the menu, if I wasn't there with Liz, and I was there with some blind friends, we would have had the one who sees the best, usually Lisa, would read us the menu, or we could use the app on the phone and go through the menu that way. I haven't been on that app in quite a while, so I'm not 100% sure it's fully accessible. And with all the issues with our iPhones, not even sure that would even work anymore. But, <laughs> but even Liz is having trouble with her phone, and she doesn't use voiceover. So I'm not sure what's going on there. And it's interesting about Outback, and I was thinking about this as, as I pondered the fact that they were offering the Braille menu, and then you go to an American Express. As I mentioned a week or two ago, I had an issue with American Express I couldn't get into the app. I could get I could log on on the web on my desktop, but I couldn't get into the app. Now it turns out either there was an issue with my phone or there was user error, but when I called to try and get in, they could not proceed past a certain spot because I couldn't read the three-digit number on the back of the card. Again, the three-digit number on an American Express card is on the back. MasterCard has them as well, Visa and so forth. But that's not the CVV number. The CVV number on on an American Express is the four-digit number. It's on the upper right-hand side of the front. But the three-digit number is only printed, I don't know where, on the back. And I couldn't read that. And they would not go any further. They had no system in place on how to deal with me or any other blind person for that matter. And what that said to me was, they don't really care if they can service blind folks or not, or visually impaired. I tried, after I got off the phone from the first call, as I mentioned, I tried to use Seeing AI to read the number. But again, I don't know where the number is. It's not in a standard place that I know of. And when you're moving your phone around trying to read numbers, there's other numbers on the back. I don't know. I know what my credit card number is. I know what the CVV number is. But I don't know if it's reading the last numbers of a, of a telephone number, some other kind of number, an address. I don't know. And the fact that they don't have system in, systems in place really bothered me. So I reached out to American Express just like I reached out to Southeastern Guide Dogs, and I'll get to that in a few minutes. Unlike Southeastern Guide Dogs, 
American Express never got back to me. I messaged a person who was, whose title was something like accessibility director or something like that. I messaged them on LinkedIn, never heard back. If you have a better way of contacting them, please reach out to me and I will certainly contact them to get their take on what went down on, on the phone call that night or that afternoon. Just shouldn't have happened. They've got to have a system in place. You can't say to someone who is blind, we can't help you unless you have sighted assistance. I was home alone. Ziggy can't read. There's two strikes. That's all it took. I mean, I guess I could teach Ziggy how to read, but he can't speak English either. (laughs) And only on occasion does he understand it. So just a very big difference between Outback and American Express. And I, I, as I've mentioned before, I love American Express. They have been our card of choice for over 35 years. When there's an issue and I call, the person I talk to at American Express is usually the same person the merchant speaks to. So there's not a he said, she said type of thing. I'm not calling my bank and then my bank calling the merchant or the issuers, the merchant's bank, it's one middleman and it just made it easier. And I saw that when I had the West Coast video, when someone fought a charge or I had a problem with someone and I called American Express, we both talked to the same person. And that's the beauty of that. And I believe Discover Card is the same way. But just a very big difference with Outback and American Express. And hopefully at some point I'll have a better update and I'll get some sort of feedback from American Express. But I don't, I don't foresee that happening. But who knows? You never know. So I briefly mentioned the iPhone, and I'll, I'll just say this right now. Uh, having more and more trouble with it, and I'm to the point where I don't want to buy a new one. I don't want to spend $1,000 for a 14 Pro and then have the same issues. I can buy a cheapo phone and have, you know, an iPhone, what are they called, SE, and spend only a few hundred dollars and have this. If I'm going to have the same issues, why do I need a new phone? I don't, I need a new phone to make it work better. If it doesn't work better, why would I get one? So my plan is this. I have a meeting at the end of next week with a company called Celeste. That's S-E-L-E-S-T-E. And they make these glasses that I'm excited for, and I'm going to hopefully beta test them. And they have, they offer some things where instead of having to take out your phone to have seeing AI read something, they will do that. But they also have the capability of recording video. And I'm hoping that this is the case because that will make things a lot easier for me. As, as I've mentioned a million times here, I want to start doing more videos. And it's very difficult for me, especially over the last few months, to be out and about using my cane and also holding my phone to try and record video. And it's difficult. One of the reasons it's difficult is because of my psoriatic arthritis. I've, I've, I drop things very easily and I just have very little feeling in my hands <laughs> And Ziggy, Ziggy likes to be near me when I'm using my hands to eat stuff like pretzels or whatever, because I drop them a lot and he grabs them. Sometimes I feed them to him too. I mean, but I also drop them 
and he is quick to pounce. So I'm hoping that all this goes through and I'm hoping to make an appointment at the Google store up in New York City where someone could go over on their phone because, yes, we all know they make phones. Somebody could go over all the accessibility features of the Pixel. And maybe I'd get that. Not 100%. I, I just can't even believe that I'd move away from Apple. It's, it's, I just can't believe that I even think that. And I was talking to my friend Lisa earlier today, and she's having trouble with her phone. Stacy, another friend, is having trouble with her phone where she can't even get texts. And when people call, they, are, they drop out. The calls drop out so easily that she really can't use her phone unless she uses, I think she's using something like Google Voice or something like that through her phone. Not 100% sure there. And I asked her when she's talked to support, I said, is it a voiceover thing or is it just an in, something in general with iOS 16? And she said that the support folks have told her it seems that most of the people who are having trouble are voiceover users. So let's hope they get things together and they get the bugs fixed and because I just can't imagine moving away from an iPhone and from Apple because you know once you move away there and you can't use messages very easily on the computer and that that's that's one of the bonuses. I love to when I'm sitting at the computer I love to be able to type instead of having to use dictation which especially lately sucks. So that's my plan. Hopefully that'll all pan out. I'll also be in Washington at the beginning of next week for Washington Seminar where we lobby congressmen and senators and about things that the NFB, we have an agenda. There's three items on it. It's usually three or four. This year there's three. And sometimes they turn into bills. Sometimes they go nowhere. And it's all frustrating when they go nowhere. But obviously that's that's what happens sometimes. Some of the things are are super important to blind folks. One of them is website and app accessibility. And, and that's one of the issues that on a daily basis, everybody who's blind or visually impaired has to go through. So that'll be next week. So I'll be talking about that next week. I'll also be talking about going to a Philly meetup for the blind on Thursday night. That's tomorrow night. Not sure when I'm going to get this published, hopefully before I go. But it is a talent show, and they asked me to sing, which I, nobody wants to hear. I, maybe they asked me to sing it right at the end so they get everybody out in a hurry. But I said, I would do stand-up comedy. Now, I have no business doing that, but I'm going to try. Uh, I've got about seven or so jokes, maybe they're called. <laughs> maybe they're not. Maybe it's just words at this point. We'll see if they get laughs. But I hopefully we'll have some more. Uh, I've been debating on how I'm going to trigger the idea of remembering what they are because I'm writing them so close to when I'm doing them. I, I'm not going to have a lot of time to practice because I've been busy doing a lot of other things. The NFBFPA website and a couple other websites and things like that. It's, it's just been really busy. We'll see how that goes. But I'll have some audio clips of that. That'll be next week's Just Listen. <laughs> and hopefully it'll be funny. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can judge it then. My main topic this week is Verizon Fios, and I talked about it last week. And they have on their system, 
they call it descriptive video services. It's audio description. And when you Google how do you turn on descriptive video services on Verizon Fios or how do you turn on audio description on Verizon Fios, it goes to a page where there's a dropdown and it, you click it and it tells you you got to turn on DVS, which is under accessibility, and you've got to enable something under audio. That's all it says to do. And I will have the step-by-step guide in the show notes. I had it in a previous episode a couple hundred episodes ago. But it's kind of different now because the the menu items, their names have changed. So I'll have the updated list, including the third part that you have to do. The third part is you have to turn on, under audio language, you have to turn on Spanish. Now, when you get the audio description, I can assure you it's not in Spanish. I can also assure you that when you listen, each show, the quality is a little bit different. When I first turned it on, and I'll get to that whole story in a second. When I first turned it on, I scanned through the entire channel guide to find the DVS logo. And the DVS logo is just the letters DVS in a box, just like closed caption is CC in a box. And it's DVS is right next to CC. So when I found a show that said that, and I, I, it turned out it was 911 that was on USA Network. I phoned Verizon. I was on the phone for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes on hold, and then maybe another 15, 20 minutes. But... Unlike the few days earlier when I called and I had to wait on hold for between 75 and 90 minutes and then I had two people that didn't even know what audio description was. The first person thought I was talking about closed captioning. This guy that I got, his name was Kyle. He's in the tech support department and he's from upstate New York. When I told him what I wanted... He knew exactly what to do. And here's how awesome Kyle was. Kyle talked to me for a little bit, and then he said, okay, I'm going to text you a link. It is sometimes difficult when you're on the phone to also listen to voiceover. I talked to a guy the other day whose company I'm thinking about having helped me redesign ICan'tSeeYou.com, and he didn't understand what a screen reader was. He had sent me a proposal for some things that they were going to do. And he says, do you see it? And I said, I don't. I'm listening for it. And he kept talking. And I said, I had to interrupt him. I said, I'm sorry to interrupt you. But remember, I'm blind. I'm using a screen reader to read me what you just sent me. And if you want me to read it, you have to stay quiet for a second so I can hear what it says. Because I can't read it. I'm listening to it. And then he understood it. And then he stopped talking. Kyle knew. So Kyle sent me a text that had a link, and I didn't, wasn't sure what the link was going to be. And he said, okay, click on that link, and that's going to allow you to show me what you're looking at. It was kind of like FaceTime, but for tech support. And so the fact that he knew that right off the bat made me a little more I don't know what the word is. I, I was happy that he, he did that because he understood what to do and how to handle me and how to 
serve me. So once I got that all up and running, didn't take long, maybe a minute. I pointed my phone at the TV and he told me, okay, you know, go to, I don't, I don't remember how he directed me. He, he wanted to check to make sure everything was set to as they should have been. And they were, you know, DVS was on and that other audio selection was enabled. He said, okay, they're on. He said, now I need you to find audio language, which is under settings. And he said, I need you to, once you find it, you go to the right once and usually says English. Then you scroll down one, one tap down and you turn on Spanish. You hit the okay button, shazam, it's done. Back out of there. And all of a sudden, audio description was on on 911 on USA Network at whatever time in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon, whatever day that was last week. Now, I said the audio quality varies. When the audio description came on for 911, it was only out of the left speaker. And it was so low, I had to bump up the volume, or as the song says, pump up the volume, a lot. And... The audio, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't a good experience if I wanted to watch that show. Now, later on, I tried on some primetime shows, and I don't remember what shows they were, but it was great. Audio coming from both the left and the right speakers of my TV. The audio, the audio description was at the same level as the actors who were acting, and so it was very audible it was great, and so now we're good, and now we know we just turn off Spanish language when Liz is watching, and when I want to watch, now I know I can just go to settings and audio language and turn on Spanish, and that is if the DVS thing is there. So I was really happy about that. I was so happy that this guy knew, this guy Kyle, knew how to help me Again, it made me feel good, like them offering me the Braille menu at Outback last night. Now, as I said to Kyle that day, all of this time could have been alleviated by just having one more sentence or one more list of a couple of steps to turn on Spanish under audio language. It wasn't on that page that told you how to turn DVS on. I spent between three and three and a half hours on the phone with Verizon to do that. And it was very frustrating for me, especially the first few people I talked to, because while they were professional and friendly, they had no idea what I was talking about and had no idea how to help me. And that was what was frustrating. So kudos to Kyle for knowing what to do and it is so appreciated by me. It's, it's just unreal how, how great I felt after I got off the phone with him. And, and of course, I, I was also, like I said, a little upset that it cost me three to three and a half hours of time to get it to happen when it easily could have just been written somewhere, somewhere on a website. But I will have the full list of how to get audio description on Verizon Fios in the show notes on the website at iCan'tSeeYou.com slash 216. That's the episode number again, iCan'tSeeYou.com slash 216. 
So I mentioned Southeastern Guide Dogs, and (laughs) they're the ones that got me on this chase down the rabbit hole because, as I mentioned last week, we were out for dinner, and Lisa had mentioned this commercial for Guide Dogs, and it was just music playing. And she had texted me about it back in December, and I had forgotten, as I, as I said last week. And, and she showed Liz the text exchange <laughs> that she and I had about it. And it just so happened that within the next that, – that was on a Friday night. The next Monday, Liz had recorded, recorded something on the Cooking Channel, and that commercial was on there. And as I said last week, I was infuriated – or two weeks ago, I guess it was. I was infuriated when I saw this commercial because I couldn't see the commercial – And Liz had to describe it to me. And I thought, why would they run a commercial like this? And you have no idea what's going on, especially since the service or the product. I don't, not sure which you would call it. Guide dog, is it a service or is it a product? I hate to call the dog a product, but I guess I would lean that way. But Liz described it to me and it sounded like a nice commercial and everything. And And I reached out to Southeastern Guide Dogs. I heard back from Ashley Handy, who told me, oh, everything has audio description. And I said, oh, that's great. But I didn't hear it on my cable system. So let me go back. And we went back. And that's when I started. And I could not get audio description to work. And then I had all the issues and lost everything on the DVR. And that included the DVR the DVR'd commercial for Southeastern Guide Dogs and all sorts of other shows. But, you know, I was thinking about that and hearing the audio audio description track on my TV. I can certainly look at them online and coming up and just listen, you'll hear it. As I went down this rabbit hole and just, it was just frustration after frustration. And that happened when the American Express thing happened, when the iPhone issues really came up and I was at the Apple store. That all happened within a four or five day time frame. Just everything. I was, it was just a beat down on, it was a blindness beat down. <laughs> it was awful. It was frustrating like you wouldn't believe. But we're seeing the light of the end of the tunnel now and some good things have happened, especially now that I have the audio to, audio description working on the cable so when I do watch something when Liz is not there or when Liz falls asleep which happens often (laughs) I'll know what's going on whether it's subtitles and there are some things I I watched a show that I wasn't 100% sure what was going on because the characters a couple of the main characters were very similar and I had trouble differentiating the two so now that I have that capability, it's, it's easy to, you know, turn on and I'll do it. And that's great. And I have to tell you, I don't know what I'll be watching on the DVR because I'm getting set. I'm just finishing SEAL Team on Paramount Plus, getting set to watch Jack Ryan. I love Jack Ryan. The audio description on that is outstanding, or at least it has been in the first two seasons. So I'm really excited to watch that on Amazon Prime. And I've been waiting for it for I don't know how long. I think the last season was 2018 or 2019. So I'm looking forward to that. But I have one more episode of SEAL Team, and then I'll move over to Jack Ryan. So before we get to Just Listen, and then is it a, it's an expanded Just Listen. Before we get to that, I just want to mention White Canes Connect, episode 59, did drop just the other day. 
And it is with the blind history lady. Her name is Peggy Chong. And she and Lisa talk about all the things that Peggy has gone and looked up and researched over the years and how she came about it. It was just a good interview. And and I have to tell you, I was supposed to be on that interview. And I was on that interview. But as the discussion carried on... I didn't want to butt in because they were having Lisa and Peggy were having this great conversation and I didn't want to throw that off. I, I got to be honest with you at first when I, when I wasn't jumping in, I was mad, but as the conversation went on, I thought this is a great episode because it's very conversational. Peggy presents to groups with different ordinary quote unquote blind folks and they she says they're ordinary again they're not stevie wonder or helen keller these are just ordinary blind folks who ended up doing things pretty extraordinary and it was a great interview it ran really long because i there wasn't a lot of things that i wanted to cut i ended up making some edits both peggy and lisa had some sort of colds going on so I was cutting out coughs and things like that. And if there was a gap in some, some timing when maybe Peggy was collecting her thoughts or Lisa was pausing for a question. But other than that, there wasn't much editing that I did as far as dialogue goes. So that's episode 59 of White Canes Connect. You can find it on Apple, on Spotify, And as the saying goes, wherever you get your podcasts. But not at White Canes Connect, because I haven't finished that site yet. (laughs) One day, one day, it's now fallen back. It's like the fourth or fifth website in the queue that I have to work on. Working on Flight for Sight, hopefully finishing that up. I know I keep saying that. Working on nfbfpa.org. Working on my own site, as I mentioned. Just a lot. So again, White Canes Connect episode 59. I'm not sure what episode 60 will be. I know Lisa has reached out after I had sent her the contact information for Ashley from Southeastern Guide Dogs. She will be on, or someone from Southeastern Guide Dogs will be on, along with a guide dog user that has gotten their dog from Southeastern Guide Dogs. That will be an upcoming episode, though I don't know if it'll be episode 60. Also coming up, I'll have some audio clips in uh, a White Canes Connect episode and maybe in in this episode, next week's episode of I Can't See You, depending on how how good or how bad this stand-up goes. I will have some clips from Washington Seminar. Hopefully, we'll get to speak to a few Congress folk and a senator or two. I know the one meeting, the senator will not be in there. It will be somebody on his staff. But hopefully I'll get I'll get somebody. Get somebody like that. So that brings us to this week's Just Listen. And Ashley from Southeastern Guide Dogs was kind enough to send me the two links to both the audio-described version of Hope and the version that does not have audio description. And when we have, and I'm hoping she's the one that's on because she, she is very full of energy, very happy, very professional. So I'm hoping that she is the one that's on along with the alum from uh, the, the guide dog user. So we'll see. But I have one question. And it seems like most of their, 
I don't know if this is a commercial, most of their videos, their promotional videos, and, and this runs a minute and 30 seconds. So you're going to hear two minutes and, well, three minutes. <laughs> you're going to hear three minutes of Southeastern Guide Dogs promotional videos. The first one you're going to hear is the one without audio description. And I've debated about even talking over it because there's nothing, if you are blind, or even if you're visually impaired and you have some sight, you wonder, you may wonder what's going on. And I don't quite get that for, again, an organization that is serving blind folks. It's not like they're serving them like a doctor serves them where they serve other people too. They, there is not a, I guess I should take that back. There are folks that use their services that aren't necessarily blind. They might have some other disability. In fact, this promo video is showing a person who has lost his leg, which kind of made me laugh because the SEAL team uh, this season dealt with one of the main characters losing their leg. And it's the guy who now has left SEAL team and is on uh, fire country. So it's kind of funny because it kind of brought that all home because in the show, in SEAL Team, it showed this guy struggling at times with the prosthetic. And in this Hope promo video from Southeastern Guide Dogs, same thing. So I don't want to talk over it because you just don't get the same feeling. So first up is the version without audio description. Here is Hope from Southeastern Guide Dogs. So do you see what I mean? If you are blind or visually impaired, you kind of don't know what's going on in that video. And watching video, promo videos, whether it's on the computer or earlier I was watching, I think it was SEAL Team. And it was a promotional video for a show. I don't know what the show was. I heard dialogue from the show. I heard some, some sound effects from the show, but it never mentioned the show. So I don't know what it was. And at that point, I didn't have audio description on, so I have no idea what it was. And again, that's on me for not turning audio description on. Not, not, maybe it didn't have any audio description on it, but 
Again, I could have tried. So now, here is the audio-described version of Hope from Southeastern Guide Dogs. Listen to the difference. A man hangs ornaments on his Christmas tree. He removes the Christmas star from the box and tries to reach the treetop. His prosthetic leg comes into view as the man stumbles and drops the box of ornaments into feet. He sits dejectedly by the fireplace and extends his prosthetic leg. Military photos perch on a mantle. A woman enters with a yellow lab in a blue service dog vest. The dog picks up the Christmas star in its mouth and gives it to the man. The dog indicates to the Christmas tree. A close-up reveals the dog's name tag, Hope. And the woman nods with assurance. The man balances with assistance from the dog, then puts the star atop the tree. Christmas lights brighten. The two embrace. The woman smiles as she leaves. Southeastern Guide Dogs. GuideDogs.org slash hope. Title, Believe in Hope, appears over the snowy winter home. Production funded by the Patton Family Foundation. Advertising campaign funded by Gary and Melody Johnson. Your partnership and generosity create hope. Southeastern Guide Dogs presents Hope, a studio kimchi film. Credits roll. So that's what it's like if you are watching TV, if you're blind or visually impaired, and you're watching, whether it's a TV show or a movie, the audio description track is that important. You can see what a blind person would miss with the first one. You just hear music. You don't know what's going on. You have no idea. You don't even know it's for a guide dog or a car or a movie or a TV show or anything. You have, you have no idea with that first one what it is. Even if you have a little bit of sight like me, I didn't know what was going on in the video at the beginning. Now, it sounded like it was Christmas time. And this is not the same video that Lisa saw and that Liz recorded on the cooking channel a few weeks ago. This was just a, something that Ashley had that to show the difference between the two. I can't wait to ask why they chose. And I was talking with, like I said, I was talking with Lisa and she saw another Southeastern Guide Dogs video, I guess a commercial that again had nothing but music and she didn't know. And again, her vision is better than mine, but again, she is also visually impaired and didn't know that it was what, what it was until she was able to make out the Southeastern Guide Dogs at the end, but she had no idea what was going on. She said, I, you know, I saw dogs. That is this week's Just Listen. And I appreciate that Ashley sent that over and I was able to, <laughs> and, and this gets into, I've never seen anything like that happen before. So Ashley sent these links to these two videos. I was hoping that I could just go to the video and download them and then take them into a program and just grab the audio off of them. Like I do when I shoot video on my iPhone. Well, I couldn't. They weren't downloadable. And I'm like, okay, I've been looking about getting Audio Hijack, which is something Brian Fischler had recommended to me a while back. He uses a lot of clips and things like that in that Real Blind Tech show. And at one point back in the fall, I had mentioned to him, I said, what do you use to get 
the clips. And he told me audio hijack. He's, why are you going to use, you're going to use clips in your show? I said, no, but one of the things that I love to do, I watch live streams on YouTube and not necessarily when they're live. Sometimes I watch them after they've posted and you can just find them on YouTube. But I thought this would be great. One, one issue with YouTube, you can't lock your phone if you're just listening. And a lot of times, this, this one guy, his name is Doug Cunnington. I love watching his live stream. But it's at lunchtime when I'm making lunch for Ziggy and I. <laughs> and go back a couple of episodes, you can hear the ASMR. <laughs> just listen for that of me making lunch. And it would be great if I could just hit play and listen like I'm listening to a podcast. And now I can because I have audio hijack. But here's the big but. I downloaded it today. I bought it. Downloaded it. It wouldn't work. And the screen that popped up, I couldn't read. And voiceover didn't read. So I'm not sure if it was a, I'm not sure if it was an image. I don't know what the story was. But I called Liz. <laughs> and she did not call me Eeyore <laughs> today. But she read to me what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then she gets to the point, in very rare occasions, it will not da 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 And I started laughing. I said, that is the equivalent to, I've never seen anything like that happen before, type of stuff. And I said to her at that moment, I said, one thing, this keeps happening to us. Things like this where it doesn't happen to anybody else or it happens to very few people, rare, or when you have somebody, some seasoned professional, whether it's a lawyer or a doctor, I've never seen anything like that. That always, as I've mentioned before, that gets said to us. I realized today, you know, people hit the lottery. The odds are 300 million to one. So it doesn't happen often. It's rare. And I realized today when I, <laughs> when I read that, I said to Liz, I said, well, you know, I'm glad you play the lottery when it's large because, you know, I'm starting to feel maybe we have a better chance because that's a rare occurrence to hit the lottery. And so we'll see what happens there. <laughs> I don't ever believe we're going to hit. That is all I have for this week's episode of I Can't See You. It's episode number 216. As usual, you can reach out to me on all the socials at David Benj, D-A-V-I-D-B-E-N-J, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Am I forgetting one? Oh, and YouTube, of course. YouTube.com slash David Benj. Right now, the only thing you really see there are episodes <laughs> of the podcast that publish there just with a static image. And I have to tell you, when we go out and Ziggy is by himself, I put those on through the cable system so Ziggy can listen to me and hear my voice (laughs) while we're not home. I don't know if that's torture. I'm not sure we shouldn't be sending those to Guantanamo. And, um, you know, it might be one step better than waterboarding or one step worse. I'm not sure which. But again, at David Benj on all the socials, you can also reach out 646-926-6350. You've got up to three minutes. Please leave a voicemail. You love me. You hate me. You like something I did. You hate something I did. You have ideas for something I can do. Or you have a tip for people who are blind or visually impaired that may help them out when they're doing something around their house or when they're out and about. Again, 646-926-6350. Please leave your name or a nickname and your town where you're calling from. I would really love to hear from you. You can also reach out via email. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. I can't see you podcast at gmail.com. As always, the show notes and the show notes are special in this one because it's going to have the way to turn on 
descriptive video services <laughs> through Verizon. They can be found at the website, icantseeyou.com slash 216, icantseeyou.com slash 216. Remember, I Can't See You sounds like a whole sentence, but it's only seven characters long, icantseeyou.com slash 216. Thanks again for listening to this episode and all your support. Be well, stay safe, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the I Can't See You podcast with David. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends.